and welcome to Potlucky, a weed sommelier podcast. My name is Liz and I'm your host and weed sommelier. I review strains, recommend things to munch on, and talk to guests about their history with weed. I've been a consumer for nine years and I'm located in southern Maine, where it is legal medically and recreationally. I am joined today by not one, but two guests, uh, Dan McGarry and Travis Shurset. Welcome to the show. Please tell me if I butchered your names whatsoever. No, thanks. Uh, you you got you got it right. Thank you. All right. So I'm gonna you know just so people can figure out who's talking. Uh, Dan, how long have you been a weed consumer, and do you have any weedy credentials you'd like to share? Oh, um, well, I've been a uh, cannabis consumer since um, say 1978, 1979, somewhere around there, freshman year of high school, um, and have been um consumer uh pretty much all my life since then um i guess my one weed credential is i got kicked out of the navy for um consuming wow when i asked you earlier you made it seem like you'd never done anything i don't know worth uh, writing your mom from prison about i guess (laughs) but it seems like yeah you know it seems like i'm interested in hearing more about that but you don't have to did they oh no it's fine i'm like I'll be honest about it. Yeah, no, I was, I was, um, I was in the Navy and um, it was uh, uh, early eighties and Reagan had come in and um, you know, he was going to, oh, remake America's posture in the world. um, Especially after, you know, sort of the, the hangover from Vietnam and um, yeah. And I was a young kid, 17 years old. Uh, fresh out of high school and um, enjoyed. I was just a young rock and roller, you know, and um, yeah, got busted and uh, ended up getting uh, marshaled out under uh, what was called Project Upgrade. And they were, they were, yeah, I know it's it's just well, I'll leave it to the military, you know, as they got they got to put a spin on it. And basically, what they decided they were going to do was um, upgrade the quality of the uh the military personnel by getting rid of folks that you know had gotten into trouble but didn't get into enough trouble to actually get directly kicked out for it so i actually have an honorable it's actually a general under honorable discharge so so is it an under honorable is that one word or is it yeah it's 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 so There's five designations of discharge within the U.S. military. There's honorable, there's uh, general, under honorable, general, other than honorable, bad conduct, and dishonorable. And so if you think about it from a gradation of, and so if you get discharged um, under, uh, if somebody says I was uh, discharged under medical discharge, that actually is a general under honorable um conditions so and that's so what they did was say, okay well you got into trouble but you you know and you don't seem like you're going to change which i wasn't um and um uh, and so we kind of want you to move along so uh, yeah. that's what yeah yeah i know someone wow, we a- took a turn here didn't we <laughs> I mean, this this uh, I wanted to call this into the weeds because we 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 go off the rails so often, but that yeah. was already taken by a different podcast. So uh, gotcha. I can't even remember if they were about weed, but I know someone that actually got kicked out for conscious dissension, and he got a dishonorable discharge. Uh, huh. But Travis, uh, let's hear your weed accolades and how long you've been uh, doing the do. Uh, so I don't really have any weed accolades other than <laughs> building the site. Um, but uh, so I've been. Like first time I tried it was uh, like like Dan freshman in high school. Um, only did like a couple times in high school and, and like in college as well, it, which is kind of funny because I went to film school, so you'd think I'd partake way more than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, it wasn't really until moving up here from Texas where um, I you know got my med card you know for anxiety and uh, you know really kind of got into it a bit more and you know it's yeah kind of is what it is how I got here. Ah, well, welcome to the show. Um, I have misplaced my master. Uh, that's what I get for using my phone when I'm recording on Zoom. Um, all right. 
I should I should know really what what comes next because that's like the important bit. Uh, would you like to know about this week's weed product? Love to. Yeah, thank you, thank you, one of you for answering. Um, so this is Mermaid Confections, three hundred milligram cookies and cream cake bites, five times sixty milligram pieces, net weight thirty six grams. <gasps> keep out of weight of uh, keep out of weight. Keep out of reach of children and pets. I don't often see the one for pets, but that makes me feel better because this is a high dose edible, and if like my cat got a hold of it, uh, they would be in space. Um, so kudos to them for also telling you to watch out for your pets. Um, yeah, so I got this from, I, I can't remember, honestly, uh, but it was an independent diamond brokers of a networking event, likely, where I met Mermaid Confections, these cool folks, um, and they gave me these edibles, which, uh, spoiler alert, really enjoyed, we'll talk about it later. Um, but first, we have to talk about the munchie moment for the week. What do you folks like to snack on when you have the munchies? Um, well, I guess I'll go first. Uh, this is Dan. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I like crunchy and salty. Um, those are sort of the two kind of flavor profiles I gravitate to, especially if I, yeah. Of course, if it's handy, I'll probably just throw a handful into my mouth and, you know, but um, popcorn is a good one. Anything that's got a little bit of a crunch um, and some flavor. Uh, ironically, apples. I like apples a lot um, when I get high. And that's kind of the sort of, I would say, mixed nuts. Popcorn and um, apples or carrot sticks. Mixed nuts when you have the munchies are great if you are hungry, but also want an activity. Um, yeah. For this purposes, I also recommend gingerbread houses, but it's kind of hard not to eat the pieces if you're like, you know, really feeling it. Um, what about you, Travis? Uh, yeah, yeah. So when we're talking about like before, um, I was saying you know, like popcorn, of course, because it's just amazing. Um, you know, and uh, Cheez Its. Um, yeah, that, I, I can get in a lot of trouble with cheese, especially, you know, if uh, I was saying before where um, there was a time where all, the only ones I had were the infused ones and I <laughs> just couldn't stop eating them. That was that was a bad day uh, well, or a good day. Um, but I, I think about it for a little bit longer. It's like, you know, when I'm like, if I'm just, you know, wanting some just like kind of munch on, yeah, cheese, it's or popcorn or wasabi peas or something. But if I'm actually like kind of like get to where I'm hungry, then it's going to be like a peanut butter and uh, banana sandwich with honey. Like Elvis intended, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, I if I was introduced to that snack as the Elvis dog. I don't know if they're like. I feel like you put a banana inside of a hot dog bun and then with like honey and peanut butter. Um, fuck, that sounds really good right now. Um, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, that's not my recommended <laughs> munch for the week. My recommended munch for the week is baklava. Turns out you can make this shit at home. Um, I spent so freaking long like breaking down all those nuts so i could get to the nut meat um and honestly that was the hardest part like i thought working with the filio dole which is very thin looks like tissue paper thought that'd be much more finicky it was but it wasn't you know it was manageable like it, it met my expectations um but yeah turns out this is super simple to make you need you know less than 10 ingredients the most finicky part uh which is the part i got wrong is buttering between every layer of filio dough and you're supposed to do it every other layer so i ended up using like twice as much butter as intended that probably helped um you know because butter butter makes everything better um yeah and i you take that out of the oven and you make like a syrup of honey and sugar and water and then you pour it over it and it like sizzles and pops and so for food as an activity that is one of them um, that's more, I don't know, activity than food, because when you're eating it, it kind of reminds you of, like, fall leaves with how crunchy it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, that's my recommended munch for the week. Uh, all right. You, can we, can can I uh, just jump on that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, go for and it. Do you mind if I, if I kind of promo somebody? Oh, um, absolutely. Okay, so if you're in southern Maine and you like baklava and you uh, like um, um, edibles, you got to check out the baklava from Metable Delights in Lewiston. Um, in fact, we've got a profile coming up soon, uh, probably at the end of March on our website. Um, and we can get into, uh, into that in a little bit, but uh, those folks over there are absolutely fantastic. And they've got, there's a great video that they have on their Instagram where they're doing, they're, they're basically, they're ladling that infused syrup on 
on the pastry as it's it has come and you know you know it's a very tactile thing comes out of the oven it's smoking hot it's you know you can smell it everywhere it's absolutely wonderful you get that kind of that mm. roasted nut from the pistachio the 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 you know added cinnamon and other spices those sort of warm notes and and then you pour that syrup and it just crackles and pops and and anyway so if you like baklava and you don't want to bake it yourself and you into infused um highly uh, uh check out medible lights you know, if I had known you guys knew who Medible Delights were, I have an edible by theirs that's like a chocolate heart they did for Valentine's Day. I should have done that instead, but I already committed to the bit, so Mermaid Confections. But I actually, on the topic of profiles, I actually wrote a profile on them for Cannabis Connections in Maine, and they were also, uh, what is the word, contestants on an episode of All Your Bases Covered, the game show episode I do occasionally where... I go to a store and I have the alphabet behind me and I ask for, you know, 26 products that cover the entire alphabet. They succeeded with flying colors and they're, uh, for, for their Q edible or like their Q product, they chose quality. Um, and so no one else can do that now. They were the first. Uh, so oh, kudos okay. to Medible Delights. Already a big fan. I did not yep. know they did baklava though. That's incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, as a matter of, it's, I think it, what is it? 50 milligrams? Yeah, it's 50 uh, milligrams. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a nice little um, you know boost Pick me with, up. Your, with, with yeah with your <laughs> afternoon tea. Yep. I feel like I would just if I if I tried to do that for like an afternoon snack or a tea, I would be uh, I would wake up at you know six o'clock at night and then have to do everything I planned to do that day. Um, that's yeah, just I'm kind of the same way. Ten milligrams is my comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. On the. Uh, topic of cannabis are you folks ready to do some weed sure i'm always ready to toke up dan are you gonna join or not dan sorry travis are you gonna join us oh yeah totally <laughs> My name is Liz Lane and I suffer from a chronic illness. I spend most of my time focusing on taking care of myself and pain management. However, there are certain things I just can't do for myself that make a huge difference when it comes to my quality of life. I've been working with my massage therapist, Kayla, at Ascension Massage since she was a student. Kayla and I have developed a trust that allows me to relax and her to accomplish bodywork that leaves me feeling like my pain no longer consumes me constantly. Massage therapy has given me part of my life back that I thought was gone for good. Kayla and her mother Carrie are accepting clients seven days a week in Kennebunk. Reach out to them at ascensionmassagemain.com and they'll be in touch. Are back. Uh, this week's guest, it's either Dan or Travis, I completely forgot to figure out which one of you said that, um, has a weed word that they would like to share with us. If you have a weed word that you think deserves airtime, make sure to leave us a message on Anchor. Make sure to include your name, a definition, and its use in a sentence. I guarantee you, if you do this, it will be on the show pending absolute foulness. Take it away, Dan Travis or Travis Dan, whichever one of you said it. Uh, Travis, I think that was you. No? What? Nope. Uh, oh, no, the only thing I could think of, you know, we're, we were talking about things that could be related to like web design or web development, yes. you know, because of our site. And oh. the only thing I could think of was like maybe cookies. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, that'd be fucking cookies. perfect. Cookies. All right. So I thought you guys had one figured out. I didn't mean to jump you into the deep end without um, ah, a life preserver, but cookies. Yeah. Let's, what's, how would you make cookies a weed word? Well, first and foremost, there's a, a one of the, larger dispensaries in the country right now is um uh, called cookies so uh that certainly is uh gaining association um but uh, i don't know uh for us um given that we have a website um i don't know trav do you what do you mean by um i don't know uh, the only thing want... i can think of is that you know like cookies is kind of like a trail of breadcrumbs and i guess yeah, you know true. Now i'll follow just you know if you've if you've got edibles or cookies or whatever else, I'll follow you. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Um, like a gingerbread edible trail, and it's just, you know, people, you know, I don't know. Anyway, so one of you mentioned something about your time at UC Berkeley. Was that, I maybe. Oh, I was just saying that, oh, so um, that the, the, the 
the predecessor of uh, the internet is, uh, I don't know, not to get too technical, but that's my background, um, is, was something called uh, DARPANET. And it was fundamentally developed. The, the very first internet message was sent from UC Berkeley. Um, and we were kind of talking about uh, um, in the break about um, how it was the the hippies at Berkeley that kind of you know invented modern computing, or certainly uh, distributed computing like we know it today. So I think that was kind of my point. Although you know we did just take that weed break, and it um, it's hitting me. So um, yeah, <laughs> we'll no see. worries. You got a yeah. you got a buddy to tag team back in. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh-huh. All right, so one of you is going to have to use cookies in a sentence. Uh, uh, okay. Um, uh, last night, my brownie batter came out thick, and I ended up with infused cookies. Okay, cool. I was thinking maybe more in the internet sense, because you yeah, guys are on a website. I know. I know. Dropped <laughs> the ball on that one. Uh, Trav, you got anything there? Uh, I'm just trying to think how I can make it relate. Um, <laughs> and it was your I... word, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just got to think. I was like, yeah, I like edibles. Yeah, right. And websites have cookies. So, yeah, that was. Yeah. We were all so excited, and then we didn't, like, oh, how do we. <laughs> yeah, well, and, you know, and what was my word? word? What was my word? Bogart, you know? I mean, yeah. that's how, uh, yeah how okay, how profound i am yeah right exactly <laughs> fair enough um so i mean i could try to make it into a sentence like oh if i have questions about cannabis products i can go online to pot advisor and they will uh, either give me cookies or i give them cookies i'm not quite sure how this works but i use cookies in a sentence three times there you go yeah uh they'll they'll have a cookie on their browser that when they revisit will say hi Excellent. Uh, moving on to Puff Pass peer review. How are we feeling, Dan? You betrayed yourself earlier. Um, how's that? How's that vape cart treating you? Uh, quite well. Yeah, I just took one hit because it is still, um, you know, early afternoon. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, little, uh, little cerebral kind of back of the head a little, um, but feeling good. Travis. Yeah, doing good. I uh, had a you know a little bit of a, a five milligram gummy a little earlier, so just feeling nice and mellow. Excellent. All right. On the topic of mellow, I would not say this this product qualifies as mellow because number one, it is sixty milligrams, and I am going to be feeling this later. Um, but this is a product. I mean, I've talked about mermaid confections before. Um, when I see you know they're like their little jars and they're kind of like classic kind of label. Um, I get I get excited because I've never had a bad product and I always feel better after eating one. I've never had a negative experience. I mean, dry mouth is something I live with every single day of my gosh darn life because I love weed. Um, and I already drink so much freaking water. I, an honorary munch for one week should be like ice water or something. Um, yeah, but I like this product. It has a batch number on it and it has multiple not safe for kids and contains THC. I'm all for accessibility and warning labels and sorry accountability not necessarily accessibility one thing i dislike is that the cookies and cream like it has all the ingredients which sometimes with edibles like a lollipop you might not get any ingredients at all so i'm grateful that i can double check like allergies or if there's you know um like sometimes i do vegan edibles and share them with vegan friends um, and i gotta make sure there's no milk eggs butter cream any other uh, sorts like this this is not a vegan edible however it is delicious i mm. I've never, okay, so a little backstory about me, graduating college, I had like alcoholic bonbons in my pocket that I was handing out to people, because I thought, yeah, this will be a great memory, and so popping one of these in my mouth, it's almost as if I was uh, transported back in line to receive my diploma. Um, The chocolate has like kind of an alcoholic kind of taste to it. It's a very strong chocolatey and a little bit weedy. Um, it has a lovely, lovely shell to bite through. It's cookies and cream, which I guess is code for just smashed up Oreos. Um, because mm. I've I'm not really familiar with another kind of cookie you would do that with besides like not Xeroxes, but um, oh my gosh, I can't remember like the original Oreo Hydroxes. Hi- that's hi- it. Hydrox. Well, the original Oreo is the original. That Oreo Hydrox was the knockoff, but yeah. Ah, got my got my science backwards or my history backwards. So thank you. This is well, sell by 
This says sell by 12 30 22. So these are a little bit out of date. There isn't a best buy versus sell by date. Um, and you know, the best buy is the one you, you look at for quality. However, this has been in my fridge for a while and I consider them very dependable. Um, nothing too fancy when it comes to like the container. This is a glass jar that I wish I could like bring to a deposit of some sort or bring back to them for them to reuse. Until then, it will continue to, you know, grow my pile of uh, weed containers in my closet until it's too big and, you know, flows out. Um, but yeah, I really, I really enjoyed this edible. I consider them very dependable um, and delicious. This is not necessarily something I would like accidentally munch on if I had the munchies and was already stoned. This is definitely something I consider for like, you know, this is the end of the day. You know, I say at 1.30 in the fucking afternoon doing this show. Yeah. Um, it's the end of the day. I want to wind down. I'm going to do housework and listen to an album. Something like that. I really recommend this, especially if you have higher doses, you know, or your um, tolerance is a little bit higher. I believe they also have lower dose edibles. However, this is quite the bang for your buck. I mean, I, I don't know how much these retail for. I get a lot of stuff for free. Um, but I, I really recommend this. I would say this is probably, I don't know, an 8 out of 10 if I had to put it on a scale. I'm not a huge fan of that alcoholic chocolatey flavor, but I do like that mm. it feels adult. Because cookies and cream is necessary, like, you know, that's a very, like, childhood reminiscent kind of flavor of breaking Oreos over your vanilla ice cream. Um, at least for yeah. me. So, yeah. Yes, this is this. I like that it feels adult and mature while also being fun. Yeah, it sounds. I'm, I'm ready to go out and get one myself. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I knew where you could get these. But Mermaid Confections I, on Instagram, check them out. We'll do. We'll do. I assume that they're around in southern southern Maine kind of oh, area, yeah. given that that yeah. I'm pretty well, sure I'll, Pine Farms has them. I think that one. That one surprised ah, cool me. Beans. Yeah. 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 But. I strongly recommend them. They're excellent people. They will be on the show uh, once they're not so busy, along with a bunch of other people who have uh, told me much the same. All right, moving on to Blowing Smoke, the interview portion. Travis, what was your first experience with weed? Uh, so I went in, yeah, I think it was a, was a freshman or sophomore, somewhere in high school, uh, had, a, had a buddy who um, all, you know, I did theater and all that and had a friend there where all of our parties were uh at his uh i guess farm uh and uh some friends and i uh i guess we commandeered his older sister's stash and uh went and built a bonfire and just you know uh made a, a bong out of an apple and uh just hung out that entire night and it was pretty awesome yeah Wait, hold on. Did you say a bong out of an apple? Or I meant like a pipe. Like, bong Christ, man, really how big is that freaking apple? You got, you got <laughs> giant. Travis and the giant apple the whole here. I could see you making a bong out of a pineapple, maybe. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but an apple apple? Mm, yeah, no, 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 no. That's, that's, a, that's a tall order. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd say so. All right, Dan, your turn. Um. My first experience with cannabis was with Jimmy Rogers in uh, freshman. Uh, well, I already named his name, so um, yeah, Turtle shout Out to Jimmy. Memorial. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Jimmy. <laughs> I've actually been thinking about that a lot recently um, as we're filling out our, our our website with you know just kind of like the basic stuff. Um, as long it, along with with everything else and had the thought to think about the other day about uh, what is a bowl and the, the reason why uh, the, the reason why I'm thinking about that and why this story comes to mind is because this is my first my very first experience I'm a freshman in high school um, raised Catholic so you know um, Holla. Uh, yeah right so i mean we were good catholics though because uh, my parents uh talked to us about drugs by simply putting pamphlets on the kitchen table where we would see them when we got home from school so that was <laughs> that was that was quality quality communication right there but anyway um uh so i had never i didn't know what was going on he said i i i how do you put it something like i scored a bowl from my older brother from my brother do you want to toke up after school? I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, great. And um, so 
I was expecting, you know, so we, we secreted away to this spot on the, on the school campus and, um, you know, and hunkered down behind some bushes and he whipped out this little brass pipe, you know, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I was thinking a bowl, you know, I was thinking like, like an actual, like a, like you'd put a bowl of ice cream in. I'm like, holy, <laughs> what the, you know, I, I, I had no idea. I had no idea whatsoever. Um, so yeah, that, uh, that was my experience. I scored a bowl and here I am. I'm so naive. I'm expecting to actually produce a bowl, you know, mm -hmm. like a kitchen bowl, serving bowl full of pot. I had no idea, but anyway, yeah, that was my, my first time getting, um, getting high. Did you get stoned the first time, both of you? Very. I don't. I don't know if I did. To tell you the truth, um, I, you know, I probably was just too paranoid. You know, too freaked out about the whole thing. I mean, I'm sure I did at some level, um, but it wasn't. You know, I mean, I had to get. We had to get back on. You know, I had to get take the bus home <laughs> at the end of the day. So you know, this was like one of those things where, like, I think it was probably like gym period or something like that. You know. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was, it's, uh, I don't recall getting all that stoned, to tell you the truth, but I'm sure I yeah. did a little bit. Well, with me, uh, I, I did. And um, the, how I know it is, A, I was. And then but B, uh, before I even, before they even let me like take a hit from the pipe, they, I had to prove to them that I knew how to smoke. So I had to uh, smoke a, uh, like, essentially smoke a cigarette and sh just to show that I knew how to properly inhale so I wouldn't waste his sister's weed. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know if it was like a mixture of the tobacco with it or whatever else, but yeah, it, I, I definitely, <clears throat> definitely uh, got a little toasty that night. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just imagining like the whole, I caught you smoking a cigarette, now I'm going to make you smoke a whole pack, but just like, I don't know, like, like as training, a training montage to figure out how to smoke weed. Um, yeah. <laughs> as but I have I, the Tigers playing in the background. Or High of the Tiger, I guess, like a, a stoner version that has more, um, like, sitar and upright bass. <laughs> yeah, those are stoner instruments. Let's go with that. All right. Uh, Travis, what does your history of consumption look like? Um, it's, like, it's like I said earlier, you know, uh, I did a couple times in high school and, and in college. You know, it wasn't like a, an everyday thing for me. And also, you know, I grew up in, you know, in Texas, which is like a pretty severe, you know, prohibition state. At least, you know, in the early 2000s, it was, you know people being caught, you know, I know people in high school who'd be caught with like a single joint on them and, you know, essentially ruin their entire futures. Um, so I was a little more uh, wary of it, you know, um, but then, uh, yeah. And, and then like once moved, once, once uh, my wife and I moved up to Maine, um, I got my med card and, you know, it's uh, been fantastic for helping me with like anxiety. Um, so, you know, I, I'm still not going, you know, I, I'm not, going out to try and see how high I can get every single day, but, you know, but I'm not going to say that there aren't days where I'm, you know, not looking to just to be extra relaxed. Yeah, I I can appreciate that, uh, Dan. Um, so, uh, can you say History the, state the question again? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, I just wanted to clarify. Um, so, well, like I said, I, I've, I've been um, a stoner uh, pretty much my entire adult life, uh, you know, um, it basically started in my teens. I, these days, uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll have a gummy, maybe a five milligram at the end of the day, but, um, you know, uh, maybe a 10 or 20, I'll, every once in a while I'll have, you know, the 50 or 60 on the weekend. But um, for the most part, I, I've prim primarily been consuming edibles for the past few years. I do have a med card. Um, had that for probably about eight seven or eight years at this point um but yeah had had been a stoner all along uh, not a heavy user um but you know uh if i ha if i was holding i'd probably have a hit or two when i got home at the end of the day kind of thing you know i'm not a wake and bake kind of kind of head yeah so understandable it's like you know some i i'm of the stance that morning people and night people are equally valuable because who else will be awake while the other sleeps and you know like and watches for predators and what exactly, have you yeah um, no absolutely yeah 
So I think both both styles of people, I mean, I'm not into false binaries, but, uh, you know, all styles of people are beneficial and we need the variety. Um, so thank you both for telling me that info. Um, now, I mean, you both kind of talked about preferences for consumption, but is there like, what's your favorite way to do weed? Oh, edibles, 100%. Yeah, I'd um, say. Sorry, go ahead, Trevor. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, like, you know, like I, I, I enjoy, you know, like the occasional pre-roll, especially if you're like up at camp or something, and you know, you got the music going and a, and a fire going at night. It's pretty awesome, um, you know, if you're able to pass that around. But um, if my preference is uh, always gonna be uh, edibles, just because I, I, with the dosage, you know, like I, I'm, you know, I know it's always within a like a degree of, of you know, a margin of error with you know how what the dosage actually is on those. Um, but I like being able to know specific, you know, specifically, oh, hey, you know, 10 milligrams, I know I can handle 10 milligrams. It's kind of like similar to like why I don't really get mixed drinks at a bar. I'll always get beer because with beer, I know exactly what I'm getting out of it. And you can go to a different bar and the pour can be ridiculously heavy. Interesting. That's not something I necessarily considered. But yeah, I know Medible Delights. I cannot remember her name. Um, her son's name is Cameron, but... Um, uh, Natalie. Person, yeah, Natalie, Natalie, thank you. Natalie uh, apparently can like dose by hand. She's done it for so long and they test so regularly. Like she, out of all the edibles I've had, I know that they are super, super reliable. I've seen their setup. I, I've talked to them for probably cumulatively three hours during interviews for various reasons. Um, I'm talking about medible delights a lot for some, for them not even being in this episode. Um, yeah. All right, so how did Pod Advisor come to be, and how would you describe Pod Advisor? Oh, you take the you know let's take this first part of this one, Dan. Yeah. Um, so um, uh, this, but I I come out of the tech field, um, and I actually have a a website development business um, that I've owned and operated for about uh, twelve years now. And um, I had insomnia one night and I was up late. This is probably about four or five years ago um, at this point. And um, I was up late and I was watching a documentary on the Discovery Channel about, you know, we had how we, we were at a tipping point in this country. Um, and at that point, I think it was, you know, they they were primarily focused on uh washington and colorado the uh so obviously the documentary had been filmed maybe a, a year or two prior um by that point i think maine had we had passed you know through the uh citizens uh initiative we had passed legalized uh you know adult um adult rec but uh we had a governor, our previous governor, who decided that um, that his will was superior to the will of the people in a democracy, um, kind of an ironic stance. And uh, and he didn't enact um, he didn't enact it anyway. Um, uh, so th they were talking. They, this documentary was talking about um, people uh, in the the adult rec, how we were how how the the country was about to basically past a tipping point that adult rec was being accepted. And one of the things they were talking about is how the people that are on the ground, on the on the, the front lines, the dispensary owners, were not necessarily the people making money within um, this uh, uh, burgeoning industry. Um, and it, one of the things that they, they highlighted was that uh, the people that are uh, creating Oh, products and processes, businesses that are, uh, how I guess I would say, cannabis adjacent, um, were the ones who are kind of, quote unquote, cashing in on this market um, or this burgeoning market. And one of the people that they featured was, they 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 highlighted a website that um, is now defunct um, as being one of the 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 leaders uh, in this space, and um, and they're based in Colorado. And uh, unfortunately, the CEO of the of the company at the time didn't, in, in my mind anyway, he didn't he didn't really come across that great. He kind of came across as um, haughty, I guess, uh, you know. And uh, and I thought, well, shoot, if that guy can do it, I can do it certainly, and do it far better because I come out of tech space, 
Um, and so I had this idea for this for this website for for basically a um, a 420 Yelp, for lack of a better term, <laughs> um, you know, and uh, and and at the time, ironically, Travis was my next door neighbor. And like the next day, you know, so I'm this comes to me in the middle of the night. I'm watching this this program. and I'm like, oh, my God, uh, this is great. And I, and I knew I couldn't do it alone. And Travis um, was uh, he had been in tech, you know, he, or he, I knew he had a enough of a tech background that like building a website would be uh, within, you know, would be would be something that he'd be um, capable of doing because I knew I couldn't do it on my own. This is and, and it's still it's it's a very daunting um, task. But uh, so, I, you know, I went to him the next day. I'm like, Trav, I got this idea. What do you want? And, and we just like. We sat down, and I remember it was like that weekend. I, like I had the, uh, you know, had this over midnight insomniatic experience. I, I want to say like a Thursday. I spoke to him on Friday. It, he said, "Yeah, I'm in." And Saturday, we sat down and we basically architected and uh, the the site. What we, you know. Uh, you know, it just the idea is just it was it was it was like, you know how like athletes talk about like being in the zone. It was like that. It just uh, all these thoughts just came pouring out. And I, we we've probably got about an entire um, notepad, you know. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, we filled the notebook. <laughs> yeah, we filled, we, you know, just it just and we just kept going. It, I, it was like four or five hours. We had the site architected. We knew what we were going to do, how we wanted to do it. And we, um, but we didn't have a name. And it's funny because you were talking about uh, what um, uh, your weed. Uh, Into uh, the weed weeds, word. yeah. Your weed word. Um, oh, no, you were asking about the weed word uh, before. And I was thinking, well, we could go with trees because that's one of the names. We, th we threw all these names around that, like, you know, we were playing off of green advisor, gr you know. You know, and all one, of them, you know, we had like GoDaddy open at the same time, and we we're going to yeah. just say, hey, how much are these gonna, you know, are these domains? And like all right. of them had squatters on them for like right. thousands of dollars. Right, right. It was crazy. And um, and if you'll notice right now, we actually do have both potadvisor.com and potadvisor.co, but when we started, we were like, there was a dot com, and somebody was, they had it. Uh, at one point, I remember going looking at it, and it looked like, um, you know, it it looked like uh, uh, I'm surprised it didn't have a blink tag on it. It looked like something out of like 1998. You know, it had that kind of almost like not MySpacey, but that sort of that. Yeah, you know, that center column with the background on, you know, that on either side, and it just it 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 not not really garish and difficult to read yeah well it was it, it was yeah it wasn't presented in, in what you know you go look at our website right now i think it's aesthetically pleasing i know i'm kind of tooting my own horn but um i, I think that our sensibilities and what we expect a website to look like these days has uh has matured quite a bit over the past 20 years so it's really kind of what i'm saying is it it, it was very outdated and you could tell he really wasn't Whoever it was wasn't really doing anything with it and was kind of squatting on the name. And so I said, well, okay, um, we can't come up with any, we don't really, we weren't coming up with any great names. And um, and I was ironically, I was somewhere and I was looking up at a screen and I noticed that the screen was being um, automatically populated with quotes from a company that I was like screenquotes.co. Right. I was like, oh, that's interesting. They, they they just went with .co rather than .com. And so I went and looked and potadvisor.co is available. And like, okay, I'll take that. Because it worked, you know, the, the the name itself really does connotate what we're trying to do. We're At the end of the day, what we're trying to do is create a positive space for a mature rational conversation about cannabis cannabis use um so anyway that's uh uh once again i'm in the weeds i lost track throw me a rope what are we talking about again uh yeah so the site so yeah yeah so um like dan said we're wanting to you know 
create a space where, um, you know, we're old and new users alike um, or consumers alike can come in and learn, you know, everything from the basics uh, about, you know, from, you know, what, what's a joint, you know, or what's a bowl all the way, you know, to, you know, get more in depth with things. Um, but also, you know, one of the things that got us started was also, you know, we both have family, you know, out of, from out of state who don't necessarily know anything about uh, cannabis because they, you know, they, they still very much, you know, they grew up with the, you know, dare essentially. And, yeah. but, you know, but they'd come up and have, you know, come up here where it's legal and they'd have questions and it's like, hey, well, you know, maybe this is something that we could do to help people, you know, so whenever they do go, you know, to Maine, California, Canada, wherever, um, you know, that they'll be able to have, you know, as much information as they can so that they're not feeling so overwhelmed when they go into a dispensary, because, you know, the first time you go into a dispensary, it can be a little overwhelming, especially, you know, when just the sheer volume of different ways that, you know, you can consume cannabis. Um, so our goal is to kind of make that process as easy for people as possible, as well as to help them find a dispensary near them, you know, um, yeah. because, you know, just like everyone's got their favorite coffee shop, you know, just because there's a dispensary that's down the street from you doesn't mean that, you know, that you're going to prefer, you know, the, the bud tenders there to somewhere else, you know. Yeah, I'm honestly trying to remember the first dispensary I went inside of. I know for a while I didn't have a medical card because I didn't have a main license. Uh, turns out you wicked need one if you want a main medical card. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, so like, I went to my doctor trying to get a card and I eventually had to go through Anne-Marie Fredericks and vetted cannabis in Sanford. Hi, Anne-Marie. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I think probably they were the first dispensary I ever went inside of. Um, and this was during the pandemic, so people weren't really allowed inside of anywhere. I was, this was VIP access because I was interviewing someone. But yeah, there's there's something really powerful about going inside of a place for a first time and being able to trust someone. Um, yeah. So on your website, what kind of, what niche are you trying to fill? Yeah, that's, that's actually a really good question. It's kind of funny because um, as you were just talking about your first dispensary visit and I was thinking about mine. My the first time I ever went into a legal dispensary was in uh, Colorado, in Denver, um, probably about maybe about ten years ago at this point, I mean, closer to eight. Anyway, um, and I was uh, I was overwhelmed. And like I said, you know, I've been a stoner for uh, forever, so I knew quite frankly that if I was overwhelmed walking in there, that there are, there have got to be hundreds more like me out there you know yeah i had a graphics bong back in the day in fact i had two you know um but i don't keep up with everything all the you know the innovations that i certainly wasn't well i had become a father at that point and um you know was involved in raising kid it wasn't like i was going to go out and um you know necessarily uh, get a dab rig and uh and and start vaping every night um so you know i didn't keep up with the innovations uh in in the industry and one of the um anecdotes that when we talk about uh pot advisor we talk about uh what we're trying to do with folks um is uh i take the scenario of your your aunt edna or your your uncle jack and they get prescribed cannabis for whatever reason as as part of their medical regimen right and it's an option for them for pain management for inflammation whatever for whatever reason their uh physician their you know the, the medical professionals that they're consulting with have said have said to them cannabis can be um could be helpful to your situation okay so Edna and Jack, they haven't seen a joint since Woodstock, right? <laughs> okay, where do they go? Who do they talk to? What do they ask for when they get there, right? These are these are all actually fairly legitimate um, concerns. And I always say, especially you know, if somebody asks me personally, kind of one on one, I say, "Well, talk to your bud tender." But what what we're trying to do is we're trying to talk about cannabis. Uh, in a way that uh, removes the stigma. There's still a hell of a lot of social um, uh, stigma uh, attached to cannabis uh, in this country. 
Um, you know, in fact, when I when I told my folks that uh, I was going to uh, that I had started this, uh, my mother's response was, "Well, I don't know." <laughs> so, um, you know, and then you could see the wheels turning a little bit. And then, you know, about 10, 15 minutes later in the conversation. So do you do you sample this stuff? <laughs> it's like, yes, mother, I'm I'm still a cannabis consumer 58 years later. It's OK. But um, sounds anyway. like she was looking for an in. I don't know about that. I uh, no. No, <laughs> no, I, I, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but I, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe they might. It, it may be that they. Well, they're in Connecticut, and it's legal there now. So you, you never know. They, they may find, uh, uh, find it instrumental. But anyway, so that kind of, um, that was sort of part of that, uh, the incubus for what we're trying to do. And um, <clears throat> if you look at there are two fairly large players that we're kind of, you know, we're going to be going up against. Um, weed Mix and, and Leaf yeah, would, Leafly? Yep. Yeah, those those would be those the, are two. the two. Those yeah. are the two. And the thing of it is, they both have their strengths and weaknesses, right? Um, the uh, Weed Map's strength is it is it it's up from, you know, you go to their weedmaps.com and it is a map right there. And it's going to get you to can't the low, you know the closest cannabis that uh, possible and give you a menu and give you a way to purchase it that's great all right for somebody who knows exactly what they want what they're doing and you know is a knowledgeable consumer um the other end of the spectrum is leafly where yeah they'll get you to somewhere to purchase if you want they've got a menu system and the number of dispensaries use it and um, but as far as information is concerned, it, they have, they have, quite frankly, they do have the wealth of the, the, the knowledge right now, but their articles are so long and, you know, at, at, so what we're trying to do is hit the space in between those two where, we're going to give you the information that you're looking for in uh, slightly smaller chunks, uh, give you the ability to dig down into if you want to um, uh, investigate more about the ECS system. You know, uh, we're, we have uh, uh, um, information about that and we definitely um, refer to uh, medical authorities. So, you know, you can further your investigation through our website. Um, but we're not trying to necessarily give you all the answers, all the definitive answers. We're trying to give you enough information so that if you care to investigate further, you certainly can and will help you along that way. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of where we're we're shooting for. That's our sweet spot. What kind of information and resources does your webpage offer so far? So um, so. Uh, we have, uh, well, first and foremost, we have, I want to say it's about, uh, 8,500 dispensaries, uh, nationwide, uh, in our system. Um, and it's one of the things about our system is that it, for a dispensary, it's free to be listed. Um, unlike some of those other format aforementioned sites. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. Um, uh, we have dispensaries you know full dispensary list maps you click in browse you know you can you can find dispensary near you or you can find dispensary on the other uh, other end of the country if you so so inclined we have a listing we have um, a database of strains uh, i want to say at this point we've documented over 400 strains uh, in the system we're about, we're about like at 380 right now okay wow. all right but it's one of those things that we're gonna you know th there's over 2,000 strains and it's always right. growing um right. so it's one of those things that we're always going to be updating uh, you know over time um you know that database is just going to keep growing um as well as you know it's not just you know oh hey here's x strain it's also hey here's this strain and all the strains that are related to it yeah as well um then we also have like a learning center as well we've got like the cannabis 101 you know all the different yep. ways to consume whether it's you know uh distillates or um 
uh, flour or edibles, you know, and simply, you know, going into those, um, you know, what to expect, you know, topicals, things like that. Um, then we also have, uh, like, uh, every week we do a strain of the week where we highlight, you know, just one of the ones, uh, take one of our strains um, that within our database that we just happen to like, you know, or that we just want to highlight and uh, we'll make that the main focus for the week as well as, you know, uh, in, you know, the end goals would be able to have where uh, once we are in more dispensaries to be able to, you know, have it be like, hey, here's the strain of the week and here's the dispensary you can find it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, well, so we got product reviews. Um, yeah. In, you know, we've done some for like some uh, like pipe cleaners as well as um, uh, edibles and um, things of that nature, you know, and while we are saying that we want to provide a space that is, um, you know, like a rational kind of like a more adult conversation about cannabis, um, that we're not 100% against the 420 culture, you know, we do a wink and a nod to it, like we've got a, a, um, a blog post about, you know, the top five animations on Netflix for your next session, Ah, you know, things like that. Ah, uh, okay. Well, you folks can find more information in the show notes. Unfortunately, we are wicked running out of time. Uh, where would you like people to find you? Podadvisor.com. Um, we're on, we do have on social channels, we're on Twitter, Podadvisor, at, you know, at Podadvisor. We're on Instagram, at Podadvisor. We're on Facebook, at Podadvisor. Cool. It uh, seems like all, so all one needs to do is uh, Google Podadvisor. Um, this is, uh, that is really all the time we have. Thank you for listening. Our theme music is The Irish Washroom and is arranged by Maylee Charles. You can find Potlucky on Apple Music, Google Music, and Spotify. We also have an Instagram page. Feel free to post pictures of your smoking materials and tag me in them at Potlucky Podcast. Like what we do and want to see us grow, consider supporting us on Anchor.fm. You will hear from me next week. These folks will be probably probably hanging out together at some point. Uh, we're all going to be apart, so we're going to say goodbye together. Uh, goodbye! Goodbye! Bye!